welcome back. We are the Bull and Hawk Sports Show. This is episode 108. You heard that right. We are officially back in studio as a unit for the Bull and Hawk Sports Show. And we're just going to be free-flowing through this one because it's been a while. (laughs) I know, just like... Us, you've been devastated about the recent, um, what's the word? Hiatus. Like, hiatus from the Vlog Sports Show. I know you've been watching them nonstop and reruns. You're like, I need to keep watching the Vlog Sports Show, episode 20, 40, 50, just rewatching them, re listening, because you haven't got enough. You need your fix, the Vlog Sports Show. I know we have too. We've also been re listening to our own because we get more experience more new ideas for future episodes here on the Vlog Sports Show. We're very excited to talk about many different things this time on 108, especially beginning with Chicago Bulls off-season free agent moves. That's exactly right. Yeah, so I'm going to start off with all the new signings, and there's quite a bit of them and over the last uh since the beginning of the month we've had uh you know breaking news <laughs> uh, oh we just came up with the, the old Wendell carter jr <laughs> but uh there is another carter and he is a local athlete um, originally born in oak park and went to high school in maywood um, Proviso East. There's actually many players in the NBA that came from either Proviso East or West. Um, and he happens to be one of them, a local player who went on to have a little bit of success, no championship, but um, went on to help boost um, as a player on the Milwaukee Bucks. And now the Bucks decided to trade. In free agency, um, decided to <laughs> let him go. Yeah, um, and you know he's now a free agent, and it became official as of a couple of days ago. Javon Carter signs with us, and now he is the guard. He's gonna be the uh, designated guard for us on on the Bulls. That's what it looks it looks like. Yeah, overall, so. I think it was a good move. Carter has been a veteran. He's played in the league a couple of years. He's played on different teams that have been successful in the playoffs. And as I mentioned, we mentioned 100 times on this podcast, we beat it down. The Bulls need playoff successful players. We have DeRozan, who's been in the playoffs many times. But we need someone else as well. And finally we got that with Carter. He was on the Suns team that almost won the NBA championships. He was on the Bucks team that, as you know, have been very successful with Giannis and Chris Middleton. And yeah. overall, this is a good move because in statistics, looking at data, looking at analysis from, for example, Andrew Warzanowski, different Bulls Wire, Bulls Talk podcast, different ones as well, they've mentioned that two things that Carter really excels in is three-point shooting and defense. Those are definitely two spots the Bulls need to 
ramp up they need to fix because our three-point shooting besides like Kobe White has been poor and our defense on uh, point shooting guard positions especially because we have Caruso but besides that he's needed to average fixed yeah, average, average not enough for the no. get get us to the playoffs this past year. So it does say over here, based on um, one of the sources, that he could be on his way to becoming a six man of the year. So that's saying a lot. Usually, being a uh, defensive maestro <laughs> with that, but for us, he's gonna be more so um, starting um, offensive guard. Um, and I believe this is the team where he shines in that he gets a chance to actually show us that he is above his average of, you know, nine points per game. Um, we've seen that with different players that we have signed, whether free agency or just with traded, um, really get a chance to showcase themselves. So I believe, you know, him coming home, and uh, being able to show us what he's got um, is what the main thing is and to take us to the next level. Um, I would love to see him pair up, you know, whenever coming out from the bench, whether it's Kobe White or it could be him, um, them playing together at the same time because the Bulls have been known to do that, to have uh, <laughs> multiple uh, guards on, on the court and, you know, it could work for us so um, I would say we're like 95% sure that he's going to be the starting um, PG for us I think so. going forward <laughs> because for the Bucks he was kind of on and off with that right like we had they had um, Holiday be their um, designated guard if you will yeah I think that Brene and Carter was good solid BB plus move. I think he's going to help, like we mentioned, in different areas. And Bulls need someone who is experienced in point guard, has good defense. And I know people like it's Ayodosumo, it's Kobe White. <laughs> but they both given opportunities. And Kobe White, I think his scoring is his strong suit. And definitely being a six man off the bench. Is going to help immensely for Kobe White's skill set. I would assume I was given opportunities at point guard starting and still unclear about where he best fits. But as a point guard off the bench, that's totally fine. And he, you know, he gets hot. Yeah. When, you know, he gets hot tough. sometimes. Yeah, so which is yeah. just right for uh, sophomore uh, players. So, you know, someone like Terry, forward, center, sure. like, <laughs> he has his, his moments too. But not as much as the one and only Javante Green, <laughs> who plays bigger than he is, as all the Bulls fans already know. Um, and I hope that he comes back. But we know that Kobe White, um, if you didn't know already, has re-signed with the Bulls. Uh, good move. Actually, always like Kobe White. I don't believe he would have went anywhere else. But he was always like for a good year. Or two saying, like, oh, he's going to be traded, he's going to be traded, yeah. and, look, and look what happened. So um, I believe the main thing with that is, like, we don't want, kind of like Booch, like, have them walk away for nothing. We don't get anything back, right? So it's, we're kind of locked in that. <laughs> but um, it's nice that, you know, 
we're gonna get that um, that Lanzo Ball deal of um, a what they call injury uh, disabled player exception. So that can leave us with what uh, ten million dollars to work with to get a mid-level player, if not mid-to-low level uh, player, if we wanted to. Um, one more free agent um, that we can sign. So yeah, yeah see those top prospects. <laughs> um, I mean, we're we're not gonna get Bull Bull right <laughs> because he's. Just uh, just been part of a, a, a trade or a free agency <laughs> um, signing. So uh, we're hoping to get the one and only uh, longtime favorite of ours. Should have came here a long time ago. Um, and that is Mr. Mo Bamba. But sadly, no. Yep. Just the second we thought that he would be inking a deal with us um he gets uh, racked up by someone else <laughs> big mistake yeah well it's a good thing he left the lakers well, that was, that was good, <laughs> as he's that's an enemy territory for us all right so moving on Chance. a second move that the bulls made was signing six-year veteran who is it it's a mystery but bull and i still are unsure who it is <laughs> We're unsure of who yeah, this man is. Yeah, until the uh, official announcement today by the Bulls. And that is veteran forward Tory Craig. They call him a solid role player, but I believe he can be more than that. You know, the Bulls, the land of opportunity, um, definitely going to help us on the defense. And something that we've that we need a little bit more help with, you know, being the maestro that once again Alex Caruso is, you know, the Caruso. Yep. Some will call him, you know, White Mamba, but um, he definitely he himself needs the help, especially with Devontae Green missing majority of half of the season. Um, having someone once again that has that playoff experience, right? Um, he hasn't won. He's not the one that won championship before, right? But he can be on the level of um, Patrick Beverly, you know, also went to the playoffs before. Knows what it's like to um, be in high-pressure situations. So um, it's crazy that he's, you know, he's call him a veteran, but, yeah, he's he is like DeRozan at the time, you know, just 32 years old um, coming into this, so. Solid addition. Um, we say that, you know, from off air that he will be a solid off the bench or by default will be uh, coming from the bench, you know, six, seven, which will put him ahead of, of Kobe White or maybe, maybe not. I kind of doubt maybe seven. <laughs> yeah. So from fannation.com, they mentioned that Craig. As we said, he's been a solid role player in the NBA for six years. His most recent season, he started for the Suns. And off the bench, he had 7.4 points, 5.4 rebounds, 1.5 assists per game. Shot 45.6 from the field. 39.5 from three-point range, which is very good. We're looking for that. And Craig brings some experience. Will be solid 
off the bench. And one fun fact that DJ Ben and Bull and I have been really breaking down, discussing, is that we need more playoff experience players. And Vucevic does not count because four games for the Magic plus like four Bulls does not count. I mean, he looked like he what has been, but is only been in those few games. I mean, like really playing the playoffs. Like, I mean the <laughs> realistically, I mean the the Magic don't have much. No. Like this decade has had much playoff experience, so they're one of the lower um, teams in 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 the seating. But, <laughs> but um, for Craig, he's played in impressive seventy-five NBA playoff games in a short period of six years. That's a lot. So Craig's been to playoffs a ton of times, so he has that experience, that killer instinct that Bulls are looking oh, for. Yeah. We saw a couple of years ago with the Suns, like he was yeah. one of the. Shining. He's really good there. Yeah, he has fast pace and, you know, just amazing. You would think he was one of the starters. <laughs> well, there's times that he did, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not like he never has. But, um, yeah, but they're the ones who beat the Raptors in the play-in. <laughs> um, kind of hoping the Raptors won't fall forward. But, um, but overall, I think this is also yeah. a solid move, just like the Carter move. I gave it a... BB plus solid move, and some places might give a outside might give a A minus or so to uh, especially for Carter. Or oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I don't don't want to say anything like dramatic yet until we see them actually in the club. Oh exactly, and I mean now it's good that you know we actually do. It's not like remember like Beverly, you know, it's like mid season like we didn't have a chance to really, you know, despite being a Chicago with like. You know, fitting well. It's one thing to be to play the Chicago style, but then again to play Chicago Bulls basketball, right? So that is a you know a little bit of both. You know, both aspects mixed into one. So at least right now, you know, even though these players don't play in the summer league, they will get to practice with one another and get a chance to um, see like you know build the chemistry. Um, cause you know, even though it's just two players, it does make a difference too. And, you know, especially if you want Carter to fit in, um, with, with the starters, you know, you got to build that, that chemistry right away, um, you know, sooner rather than later. So we give us the best chance to, um, to get in that playoffs <laughs> like we did a couple of years ago. I'm still in track that we, um, we kind of didn't at least get into the playoffs yeah the goal was to be in the second round but it was. a lot of things messed up and yeah it's kind of confusing what it was well at least the first round <laughs> we didn't even make it to there yeah exactly so it's like man we really like went backwards <laughs> despite having the talent so final news on craig maybe we're hoping that lonzo ball was back well, time, of but, course yeah but final news on craig adrian wisnowski says Tory Craig has agreed on a two-year contract with Bulls. Sources tell ESPN deal includes a player option. And we mentioned Craig st- averaged 7.4 points, 5-point rebounds, 24 minutes average for Suns last year. There is a playoff, um, not playoff, player option. So depending on what Craig and the team think of his new arrival and his success with the team for a couple of years, we'll see if he stays here for a bit. But definitely, Carter and Craig are good moves. And final thoughts on that is that these moves definitely come across by 
Mark Eversley and uh, Carnesivis, yeah. that the Bulls are looking to either run back the same squad or make retooling pieces to maybe make the first round and move on to the second round because none of these moves whatsoever come across as tearing down the team, rebuilding, they come across as retooling yeah. back the same team. If moves. anything, this is going to be the last year, like... I believe that we're gonna stick with the, I think the so. Bulls. The Bulls core. If it's got it. If if we don't if we don't get you know far in the playoffs or <laughs> get in, over. like if you know like this, then then it's gonna be like a re- rebuild again. <laughs> but um, well, I'm I not hope sure. not. I hope not. You know, we got good. I'm not sure the, the logic on that thought before we end because the Bulls could have let Vucevic go for nothing because he was a free agent, and if they let him go. And then just had Levine and DeRozan. DeRozan's leaving anytime, so they could soon. Like he's gonna be gone unless after, they resign after, him after this year. Unless they resign him. This is last year, yeah. right? Yeah. And then um, it's come out fast. If they let those guys go and they just had Levine, they could in theory trade Levine for like young draft picks, young pieces, young players, and rebuild, and then we'll see what happens. But. But that's that's gonna be more years, I believe. Like the Bulls. Yeah. I believe the Bulls fans want want that. I mean, I don't want that because we just had that with like Carter and White and those time periods. But I don't know what the plan is with Kranisvich and Eversley. Is it going back to the same squad that's destined to be a first, second round exit team, or is it gonna be tear it all up and make it a new rebuild? We'll have to see. I think we should learn. Possibly the answer to that this season. If the team stinks, there might be some moves coming soon. Yeah, I don't. I don't Hopefully, either way. I don't, I don't. We really don't hear much talk about you know. Oh, here comes the the aging uh, player that we have. You know, like whether it's DeRozan or yeah. Luch, like Luch. we're kind of in the middle. Like we don't get that as much as other teams. No, because so, we're because them two they're good enough to wear. It doesn't matter, right? It's like, all right, but I think they're think looking too far ahead. They're like, oh, you know, they're just gonna be staying the same. You know, they're not gonna be silent anymore, just because it's a year. It's like, no, it's like, I mean, they're look at Vooch is one of the best uh, rebounders in the entire league. Emphasize entire league, just by numbers. So, um, just before we um, leave off with the Bulls talk we um, have a few other uh, players that have re-signed uh, we already mentioned Kobe White but we also have the one and only Andre Drummond he'll be staying with us um, and that's a good move um, it could have been kind of whatever it's like you know just move on whatnot. but you know the the outsiders say it's it's a good move, because um, he is one of two. You know we don't have uh, a loaded <laughs> centers roster, so um, that and then anyone else? What's on the list? I don't think so. I yeah. say that's so far. So far, yeah, that's, that's far. it. Yeah. So we are still waiting. What happens to uh, Javante Green and? Ayo Desumu uh, will be waiting, I, but I say that they stay. I would like to see them stay. 
Um, at the same time, I wouldn't mind if one of them was to um, go onto another team. You know, maybe that works that we'll get someone for the better. <laughs> but we will see. Well, so that's it for the Bulls. Now we're going to move on to, I think, our last league of talk for episode 108. Because this is just more of a fun episode. It's on top of our head, basketball talk. Because not a lot going on right now. Very so true. We want to talk about the WNBA All-Star Game festivities. Oh, yes. Yep, this happened uh, all the last few days. Um, they played in... Las Vegas, woohoo! It's yeah. their way of blowing it up. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, what better way? Las Vegas. <laughs> it's been like that every year for them. I feel like they. I want to say it's been like Vegas all the time. Because I, I thought they had was did they have the Chicago? Oh, maybe they hosted in Chicago did uh, they? this year, but I find it way too convenient that they went to Vegas this year for it. I'm not sure. But you know the Aces, you know I guess they. Yeah. It makes sense. And Chelsea Grace is, you know, a hot player for them. So, they, um, I mean, if they're, they're hoping a lot of fans and money, maybe Vegas is to go. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's like, if it becomes that, you know, they're there every year. It's like, oh. <laughs> not every city getting the chance to see. Well, because are, are they going to say, we're going to Connecticut? Because oh. I know they have, like, Mohegan Sun and all stuff. Yeah, but yeah. That would the be gambling, but. The, the, you know. It's below Vegas. <laughs> but it's, well, sure. It's like that. I mean, if, yeah. you want, if you want a lot of gambling, Vegas or the Mohican Sun is the place to yeah. go. But. It'll have to be Mohican Sun. That's the place they use, though, right? For, yeah. For the, I think so. the sun. It is, isn't it? Isn't that Mohican Sun Arena or something? It's like, I find it too convenient they don't ever call it by their city's name. Uncastville. Is that where it is? That's what it's called. I don't even know where it was. But they always call it, you know, whenever, like, SmackDown is, in town, is is there. It's Mohegan Sun. And then it's like, we're in the arena. Mohegan Sun. I'm like, ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I just going to play, like, in Trenton, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh. We're in Trenton. I mean, Hartford. I meant Hartford. Hartford. Yeah, that's more doable. They do call it just Hartford, though. Maybe not. Uh, make you think. Should it go back to Seattle? <laughs> They should. Seattle Supersonics. <laughs> I wish. I wish the Supersonics yeah. went back. Actually, as a whole, the NBA, um, they said that there's two expansions that they want to make, which is going back to Seattle, which I don't know if they'll call it the same name again. They should just keep it. Um, they should, right? It's no a separate, separate thing, right? Um, because it doesn't have much to do with OKC anymore, does it? Oh, um, it's just that they moved. And the other one is obviously Vegas, right? Thanks to, you know, the Raiders and, you know, Aces has, they all have something to do with it. You know, a lot of teams moving. Oh, yeah. Or just simply adding outright teams to there. So uh, that could be I, it. <laughs> I don't know. We'll just see how they think of basketball because yeah. they're talking the same thing about the Oakland A's maybe moving to Vegas, but like, Las Vegas race. Everyone's going <laughs> to Vegas these days. So, like, yeah. ha- the one thing they mentioned is the TV market in Vegas is low compared to other cities. Of course. Because, <laughs> like, it's like 40th United States so compared to other. Chicago. <laughs> and um, up there. we'll have to see. 
I mean, if they have if they have the money, the gambling, the fans, the supporting, I easily could see them trying to get to Vegas. Yeah. Baseball and basketball, we'll see. So yeah, moving we'll on see. to the WNBA All Star Games, they had different challenges. The one I want to mention the most that was fun was the free point contest, which was wait for wait for it. Starry was the sponsor again. Oh, here we go. And it carries over. And um, the free point contest, number of the best ladies in free point shooting in the WNBA were present, but the number one, the star, the winner, one of my favorite players in all WNBA, Sabrina Inescu, was the winner. She actually was not winning after the first round. She was behind the lady who was in first, and I apologize, I'm blanking on who it was. Made for made for the good story. <laughs> but she was losing. But then the second round, it's like she, got by. She caught on fire and scored like 37 straight threes, and she won the whole title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank goodness, because. I, as a fan of WNBA, am excited for more younger players to take charge mm-hmm. because they have stars, you know, or the oldest stars like Elena Deladon, Brianna Stewart, Candace Parker. She's considered old now. <laughs> Who? <laughs> no, yeah, you said, just said her. <laughs> uh, Stewart. Stewart, yeah. yeah. So. Um, Courtney Vandersloot. Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner. Is she technically? I think so. Well, at least in the league, how long yeah. she's been in the league. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, like, the younger players have been in the league She's short. fresh again because, you know. Well, sure. She's looking the same. But if not players like, have been in the league shorter time. Exactly. We're looking for that. Yeah. So, I, but I believe it's always going to need, you know, a little bit of both, you know. But having them step up, you know, in contests like that, you know, that's definitely much needed. And... Yeah, just see, so seeing Sabrina do her thing, I believe that's the best thing. Um, you know, even though the Liberty are not the best team in the league necessarily yet, but um, it's good to see them. I mean, now that they have <laughs> Stewart, you know, it's kind of de facto number oh, yeah. one. You know, it's not it's not Sabrina anymore. But you know, one day again, you know, Sabrina's so very young, right? Twenty five. So. Um, it feels like t- t- 10 years, you know, since it's been drafted, you know, the way that things have been running with the pandemic, you know, contrary to popular belief, it's still going on, really. But, you know, things have gotten better, and that's, you know, we're, you know, really, this is the first year it really feels like a full year that we've gotten um, action, and things feel um, actually as normal as, as before. So, um the game was on in Chicago last year. I know there's opportunity to go, but this year being in Vegas, um, you know, changes a lot. <laughs> but I like the fact that they had it on TV, um, the game as a whole, last night as we're speaking um, in primetime on ABC. So there was... The captains, Team Wilson, Team Stewart, so Adrian Wilson and Bria Stewart. And Wilson is getting better and better by the day. Oh, yes. She won the title last season and named captain of her WW, not WW, the WNBA team. She, she sure looks game. like the veteran. <laughs> she does. All right. 
even though she's not, you know, Andrew, so. So these are the rosters for both. So Team Wilson and the starters, they had Chelsea Gray Ooh, of the Aces. The sensation. Jackie Young of the Aces. Elijah Boston from the Aces, Fever. The Fever. <laughs> and Arike Umbugwale from the Wings. Yes. And then from the bench for Team Wilson, they had Kelsey Plum from the Aces, Lisa Gray from the Dream, Lisa Thomas from the Sun, Shan Parker from the Dream, Dewana Bonner from the Sun, and Lena Deladon from the Spirit. Yes. Oh, Spirit. <laughs> oh, I apologize. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of Washington. The uh, yeah. soccer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mystics. Yeah. Mystics. Yeah. Close. Close enough. Um, yeah, so quite a bit, a mix of them. Uh, and Team Stewart had Brittany Greiner of Phoenix Mercury, J- Joel Lloyd of the Seattle. Storm. Yeah, <laughs> from the Storm. <laughs> Uh, Satsu Savali of the Wings. Um, the other half of the sisters, Nika Ogumike <laughs> um, of the Spark. And then off the bench for Team Stewart, we had former Sky now on. The Liberty. <laughs> and the Liberty, we're just talking about the, um Courtney Courtney Vandersloot. Um also from the Liberty, Sabrina Ionescu. From the Storm. <laughs> from the Storm. This is kinda of surprising because DJ Ben Bowles always said that he's the W based the X. Yeah, I don't know why it's he's just I up, guess sorry. since 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 we're together, like we've um, <laughs> some reason it's went to me. It's okay. But the <laughs> storm, Etsy, Mac Bagor, from the Lynx, Nafisa Collier, from the Fever, Kelsey Mitchell, and our very own from the Sky, Kalia Copper. Oh my goodness! If you can I get the team name for the Sky, it's gonna turn <laughs> off and say it's over. I gotta be uh, yeah, something. <laughs> It's over. I'm just waiting for it to come to me. <laughs> What's the team <laughs> yeah. Well, so that concludes our talk of the NBA and WNBA talk today. But one last article. It's the Michelob Ultra Arena, by the way. <laughs> that that one this must is? be must must be separate, like the smaller arena. <laughs> is it because someone different? <laughs> yeah. Oh well. So okay. um, last thought. Because it's not the well, obviously not the stadium. Oh whatever. That. <laughs> Last spot, DJ Ben and Bull and I Pretty packed, though. are thinking of going to this game. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. It's going to be dramatic. Our first of the season. First time in Chicago, I believe, right? Or is it? Wow. Well, either way, it's going to be huge. We're going to multiple different things. but July 30th. Yep. It's end of month. The Phoenix Mercury versus Chicago Sky. Winchester Arena. Griner versus Copper. And Dana Evans. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be our first you know time good. seeing the Mercury ever. Yes. And Not only that. Mer- Griner ever. Griner, the return. Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting one. Brittany Griner coming to play in Chicago. Seeing her 
first time ever play. And she is still a superstar in the league, but how much longer is Brittany Garner going to play? Cause she's like 34 or something. Yeah. Right. So, like, how long is she going to play in the league? We'll see. I know she's looking to win it all. Mm-hmm. Has she before? Um, I'm actually not sure. Might not be. I want to say no, but I'm not sure. I can see you see that. Because the Mercury have been successful, but I'm not sure if she's ever won. Yeah, if they've if they won it all. Yeah, I believe it's one of them that you still need to. They I saw that. No. Because they did make it to the finals to play the Sky, but we beat them. Mm-hmm. She's either win it once or zero, is my guess. <laughs> Oh wait, won it back in uh, oh. in a while ago, 2014. So almost decade. That's before I became a fan, so I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's they been on the Golden Bulls. The Pokey Chapman. Oh, they beat us. They beat the Sky. Wow. Yeah. And before you know, it was best of best of seven. Yeah, they swept nah, us. You know, swept us. So <laughs> about that. So there's a little bit of history right there too. Um, you know, we're trying to come back from from that and with that you know i feel like the mercury is a rival of of every single team right there so um they're definitely very gritty you know just like chicago basketball is um so it's gonna be a hard fought game i believe wow that year they played that in rosemont <laughs> instead I'll say rosemont. Wow. <laughs> instead of well, uh, that's that was their old home, just like with the um, the Blue Demons more recently. It's look funny at, how they how they flocked over to McCormick. Look, in the last game of the, <laughs> the finals, they played at UIC Pavilion. Yeah, so they tra- oh, so they really changed it up every time. Hey, is that the new graphic for Chicago now? They show that one instead. <laughs> yeah, sure. but they anyway. played multiple arenas that season. Well, I'm glad we have one home arena now, Winchester Arena, not yeah. multiple. Which is a really cool place. It's easiest to get to. It really is. I mean, if it was at uh, the Pavilion at UIC, it's closer, you know, yeah. a little bit faster, but, you know, still, you know, solid. You know, I like that area. You know, it hosts, you know, C2E2 and many other things. So, very friendly atmosphere and, um, wait, yeah. Multiple time All Star. Oh, that's um, Tarasi. She's still playing though. Yeah, Griner's been nine time All Star. Well, yeah. Multiple. Oh, the blocks leader. Award blocks scoring champion. Center man. <laughs> All NBA first team winner, second team winner. Yeah, a true a true living legend. Well, so I do apologize. She has won the title. Yes. And almost won a second, but we beat her. So I wouldn't be very worried. You know, she's actually still not that much older yet. No. At 32 years old. So in this phase, yeah. But so we'll see. We'll see. So we'll see uh-huh. what goes on. We talked yeah, about... Yeah, we land on Tory Craig again. <laughs> we talked about on the Bulls signing Juan Carter, Tory Craig, and then we finished with talking about the WNBA All-Star Game in Seattle, uh, Vegas. And then we ended talking about D.D. Benny Bull has plans to go see the Mercury take on the sky on July 30th. So that concludes... At Wintrust. Yes, Wintrust Arena. That concludes episode 108 of Long Sports Show. Thank you so much for tuning in to see 108. We're really excited. We're hoping to get more episodes in a more timely manner, not once every 10 months, once every 10 years. 
Hopefully more on a consistent yeah. pace. Yeah, we'll definitely be seeing us more. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. We greatly appreciate your support, feedback, comments, and your friendships. Thank you so much. Yeah, have a good evening.